0: I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. I do this a couple of times a week. You can subscribe at iTunes for free, or you can pick them up at HeidiHarris.com, where I post them. Also, Heidi Harris Show Facebook page. Uh, There's a lot of controversy about what pastors can say behind the pulpit, and I think there's a lot of misinformation. Many pastors are afraid to say anything political or give their congregation any sense of who's better or worse for biblical values or religious freedom. But the fact of the matter is pastors can say a lot from the pulpit. They have a lot more freedom. And believe it or not, nobody's ever lost their tax-exempt status as a result of saying something from behind the pulpit, even though the threat is out there. Matt Staver from the Liberty Council joined me last week. He's the founder and president. Liberty Council is a group that is doing the right thing every day to protect religious freedom, standing up, standing in the gap. And I wanted to get Matt Staver's thoughts on what goes on behind the scenes when it comes to political speech and what is legally allowable. Matt Staver, welcome back to The Heidi Harris Show. Very good. Good to be with you. You put out an interesting missive the other day on your website. You said silence is not an option for pastors. Too many of them are terrified to say anything, aren't they?
1: Yeah, they are. Sometimes they think that they're going to lose their tax-exempt status, but it's very clear that not one church in history has ever lost its tax-exempt status for either supporting or opposing local, state, or federal legislation or laws, or... Talking about getting involved in the political process with regards to who's running for office. No one has ever, no church has ever lost its taxism status for either of those.
0: Now what are the guidelines for pastors? Can they have specific candidates speak? Can they hand out literature? What can they do?
1: Well first of all pastors can speak on biblical issues and worldview issues. Those are never off limits no matter whether they have become politicized or not. So whether it's life, marriage, family, the national security, whatever it is, all of that can always be discussed. Secondly, you can educate your people in the community and in your church about the views, the positions of the candidates. You can do this in a number of ways, distributing voter guides that talk about where they stand on these various issues and compare the different candidates running for office. You can do that with a PowerPoint presentation while you're speaking. You can have candidates come as a candidate forum and ask questions and have debates. You can even acknowledge candidates that come into your church that are visiting that uh, Sunday morning or whatever other time that the church is open. You can even have candidates speak in the pulpit and speak about biblical issues, for example, as long as they don't use that as a particular campaigning area. However, even now, though, when President Trump in 2017 during the National Day of Prayer issued an executive order, he said that even this – unenforceable unconstitutional IRS provision that goes back to 1954 should not be enforced on churches when pastors and other church leaders speak about political issues and candidates so again you have got some additional not only history that no church has ever lost its taxism status for these reasons but also over the last year and a half you've had this executive order that specifically directed the IRS and other agencies to not infringe on churches and pastors, church leaders' constitutional right to speak from the pulpit in the church and otherwise— about these political issues and candidates.
0: This is so important. We speak with Matt Staver, the founder and president of Liberty Council. It's so important because Donald Trump, I know there were a lot of evangelicals who didn't like him, and they're still arguing among the brethren as to whether or not Donald Trump's this or that or the other. But one thing he's been fanatical about is protecting religious freedom. And now he's put the IRS on notice, as you mentioned, that, hey, don't start this, whereas under Obama, churches were scared to death to say anything.
1: Yeah, compare and contrast the two administrations. You know, under the Obama administration, the IRS went after nonprofit organizations. Under the Trump administration, there's been a breath of fresh air, breathing into the First Amendment protections already there. Really, just freedom for churches and others as well, other nonprofits as well, besides churches. But not only can you speak on biblical issues, which you should always do, you should always connect the dots about what issues are uh, affecting our daily lives. You should also educate the people about the candidates' views, and then urge them to register to vote, number one, and also to actually vote. This is not just a political act. It's a prophetic witness to the community. As you believe and speak about, preach on Sunday, you must be consistent with that on Tuesday. If you believe that God creates life, even in the womb, from the very moment of conception, that life is precious and protected— which certainly is not only scientifically but biblically true, then you cannot appoint an agent or allow someone else to appoint an agent on your behalf. On Tuesday, that is absolutely contrary to that value and who will work to take uh, the human life, work to fund the killing of innocent human life. You can't have these two different conflicting, contrasting views. What you do needs to reflect how you believe and how the Bible You know, plainly addresses these issues. So, preach about the biblical issues. Be consistent in voting. Uh, Voting is not just an opportunity or a privilege; it really is an obligation. We have a huge obligation to be able to do good, and you can do that by appointing an agent. And that's what voting is. You are appointing an agent that operates and acts on your behalf because you're not able to be at the city council, the school board, the state legislature in Washington DC, but somebody else is acting for you appoint the right agent that's consistent with biblical values.
0: Absolutely. With Matt Staver from the Liberty Council. You know, one final question. I see a lot of people who are so disgusted nowadays with politicians or they find some flaw in them that they don't like. You know, nobody's perfect. I mean, you look at our founders and all the so-called interesting issues they had. Look at the, the people mm-hmm. in the, who wrote, you know, the people who were in the Bible. They had all kinds of issues that they were very upfront about. So it, you can't find a perfect person, but as you mentioned, you are electing somebody or certainly trying to elect somebody who's going to represent you with the best possible person you can get.
1: That's right. I mean, you're not going to find a perfect person on the ballot unless Jesus Christ ran for office, but he's not running for office because he's king of kings and lord of lords. He's not seeking office. He has (laughs) the highest office. But that's the only time you're going to find someone perfect. You know, people are flawed human beings. They make mistakes. So you have to ultimately take that into consideration and look at the person's policies. Lots of times people talk about... Policies, but they don't act on it. And that's one of the things about President Donald Trump. Look at his policies as an example. That's what people I ask about when they say, "What about Donald Trump?" If you look at his policies, the policies that he has enacted in the past twenty months are the most pro-life, pro-religious freedom, pro-Israel, uh, pro-economy, pro-limited uh, government, pro-national security, pro-law enforcement of any other president in American history combined. Just in 20 months. I mean, the the list of accomplishments. The judges that have been appointed, including two justices to the Supreme Court, all of that it hangs in the balance this coming up term, uh, midterm election. Uh, either you continue uh, to put, you know, we're 84 judges right now have been uh, n- confirmed on the federal courts. One out of every six, get this, one out of every six federal court of appeals judges that are currently sitting on the bench as of now were nominated and confirmed under the presidency of Donald Trump. And these are constitutionalists, including two justices on the U.S. Supreme Court. That's a phenomenal record.
0: It is a phenomenal record, and we need to continue it. Matt Staver, founder and president of Liberty Council, lc.org is the website. Thank you for what you do every single day. You're making the world a better place, and thank you for being here this morning.
1: Thank you. My pleasure.
0: So I hope this provides some clarification for everybody as far as what pastors can do, because honestly, I think pastors have a responsibility to talk to people about the issues, and many of them aren't very politically open. Let's put it that way. I don't want to say they're not politically astute because they are, but they're not politically open. I went to a church for years where the pastor was very outspoken about politics, and I learned a great deal from him. And there are other churches that may not be as outspoken about it, but I think people should know. They really should. There are a lot of folks who maybe are Christians and they understand biblical values, but they don't really know which particular candidates are better than others, or they really haven't been exposed to various candidates. So I think it's very important. Uh, The pulpit is certainly, and always has been throughout our history, an important place for people to dispel myths and put out truth. And obviously throughout human history, it's been the issue too but uh, certainly in American history, the pulpit has been very, very powerful, and we should never give that up. I'm Heidi Harris. Don't forget, you can join me weekdays, 8 to 10 a.m. at 678 AM KMZQ for my live broadcast. And of course, you can catch these podcasts a couple of times a week at Heidi Harris Show on iTunes. You can subscribe for free, or you can catch them at HeidiHarris.com. Don't forget to pick up a copy of my book, It's called Don't Pat Me on the Head, Blowbacks, Setbacks, and Comebacks in Vegas Radio. In that book, besides my radio career and a lot of behind-the-scenes cool stuff about radio, I also have a chapter about Trump, the Donald Trump effect on talk radio and on talk radio hosts, because it has been huge. That's in the book and also a chapter on what happened with the Las Vegas massacre. My thoughts on that. So... Don't miss it. It's a great book. I worked hard on it. I hope you pick it up. Mama needs new shoes. <laughs> pick that up at HeidiHarris.com. There's a link to go to Amazon for that. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell.